All right. We are back with another another episode of Delete My Number. Jackie, how are you on this beautiful Sunday in L.A.? I mean, it is one of the best days I've seen ever in L.A. The, sh- the sun really- is shining. The um the birds are chirping. I didn't get attacked by a homeless guy today. Even the homeless <laughs> guys were just smiling. And, you know, it, it just feels like a great day to be an American. How are you feeling today? <laughs> There's nothing to be upset about, I guess. You know what? If we're both having good days, you know what we should do to start the show off? We should we should read our horoscopes and see like what the stars <laughs> oh, have aligned for us today. All right, <laughs> let's let's sign? do it. My sign is a Taurus, a which Taurus. um yeah, which basically just means that I can't have sex with a cancer. But I think that goes for everybody. <laughs> so not my Every- sister then. Your so sister will does not have a chance with me. So tell her to stop DMing me because she's a cancer. <laughs> not because I'm not attracted to her and I don't think about <laughs> having sex with her. It's just because the horoscope is my cock block and says that I can't have sex with cancers. It sucks. It's okay. You know what? You'll find there's plenty of other horoscopes in the sea. So for, for <laughs> Taurus, I actually love horoscopes and we'll see what um, yours says today. And tell me if you feel any of this is true for you today, or if it's absolute BS, feel free to let me know as well. Cause I didn't okay. make this up, so I won't get offended. <laughs> okay. You may be courting your lover today, Taurus, whether you're in a relationship or starting one, you're in the mood to seduce your partner with a touch of sophistication. It's time mm. to add to your natural charm, a seductive new scent, attractive outfit, or a new haircut. Wait, why is this happening? I got a pop-up ad. Sometimes changing your appearance makes deeper personality changes than you expect. Wow. So that's your horoscope for today. Wow, so, okay. So, okay, so basically it's telling me to stop wearing the same exact hat for the last <laughs> month. I think that's. I think that horoscope is just attacking me because I've been wearing the same hat for three months now. So I will do that. But they do make a good point. Like I shit on horoscopes, but they do just speak some facts every now and then. Like it's true. If you change your appearance just a little bit, it has an effect on your personality in a positive way. So you know what? I'm going to change my hat. Maybe I'll just shave my head and maybe I'll just do some manscaping down there. Who knows? Dude, I think that would be so cool if you just like, I mean, I've never seen you with a shaved head, but like, why not? It's just, just, it might be liberating to just like get it all off and just like have the sun shine on your bald head. You might get a tan on there. Get the beard going too and have like (laughs) the bald head with the beard. A lumberjack. Totally. And then just like get ripped, you know, because if you if you're bald, a bald skinny guy, (laughs) not the best look. You got to be ripped and bald, you know? You know what? Like, yeah, you're right. Sometimes it, I don't think people should change themselves, obviously, for anyone else. You should do things for yourself. But every now and then, because, I, you know, when I'm at home, I dress like a bum, too. There's no reason for me to, to get all dolled up when during the pandemic, there's nowhere to go. But because I've been on TikTok every day lately, the last month or so, right. I've been, you know, doing my makeup and making sure I've been, I look decent. I've and been I seeing that. I'm like, I'm like, I feel Jack. good. I'm <laughs> like, you know, what? I'm, I might not leave my house, but like the, the rest of the world who's watching me can see me. So I want to feel good. And it actually makes an impact on the rest of my day. I feel more powerful than when I'm like in my PJs, no makeup on, which I totally love that feeling too. But yeah, it's just like a different vibe. So yeah, right. Never know. Totally. Like just, just getting dressed up and like looking presentable because like, that's the thing. Like I, you, you bring up a good point. You shouldn't do anything to please anybody but yourself. But like, 
in reality with me, like when I do buy a new sweatshirt, what's the first thing I think? How much attention is this going to get me from other ladies? When I get a haircut, I'm not thinking about how happy I am at like, while I'm looking in the mirror, I'm thinking about when I'm walking around the neighborhood and I see a hot girl who's on a run, is she going to double take and say, damn, I'd swipe right on that guy. And then I'm thinking, speaking of swiping, right. I'm thinking first thing I need to do is get a new dating profile picture with my new haircut, with my new look, like just so I can get attention from other girls. I feel like my whole happiness is dependent on, uh, you know, how much attention I'm getting from girls. And that is, that doesn't feel good. Yeah. And I mean, it's not like it's a crazy thing to want attention from, from the opposite sex or the sex that you like, like that's absolutely fine and normal. I mean, even I'm in a relationship, but if a guy turns his head, when I walk down the street, I'm still going to feel good because like that says something, right. so that's, that's normal. But like at the end of the day, you just want to like do whatever makes you feel really happy inside. So if shaving your head and growing a beard is what you want to do, go for it. If, if that sounds terrible to you, absolutely don't do it. And by the way, on your horoscope, there's a there's a thing that says today's matches and it says love, friendship and career. And it says which um, horoscope for each one for that day, your love one. It says Aquarius tattooed Aquarius. Oh, man. See, no OK, joke. OK, I officially believe horoscopes are 100 percent real. <laughs> it's it's a thing. This it literally says that they change every day, like your your matches for the day. But I just thought that was pretty interesting because I know. You're into her. I want to read mine because I love horoscopes. They yeah, let's mine. do it. Let's do my it. My love, my love also says Aquarius. So maybe I'm supposed to be with her too. We'll see. Yeah. Um, okay. Mine says you will get the most satisfaction today through your activities with others. So you should take mm. the initiative and propose something you and your friends could do together. Be creative. Think of something unusual, perhaps an outdoor activity like horseback riding, hiking, or an amusement park. Your friends will appreciate the thought you put into it. Okay. Well, amusement parks are closed horoscope.com. So maybe you should work on that a bit. Cause I can't go there. I can't go to Disneyland. Yeah. Are they just recycling shit from 2019? What are they doing right. here? <laughs> I know. Right. But, uh, but it kind of is true because I, I, ha I am doing an activity with a friend yesterday and today. Um, our mutual friend that, you know, Arian, she is mm. we, me and her have been working on like some arts and crafts, Love some that resin some uh so i have been actually doing that so whatever it's true <laughs> good 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 for you yeah the thing, another thing with the horoscopes is like i actually go back and forth because i feel like every single horoscope you read is just code for find something that makes you happy and do it i feel like yeah. it's that simple but it's just different ways of like for me it's like you know go out and you know work on your appearance which is you know make yourself happy, do things with friends, make yourself happy, do, you know, yeah. but, uh, so that's just the, the, the underlying tone of every horoscope is just do things that make you happy. But a lot of people struggle because they don't really know what makes them happy. You know, they don't. Yeah. And that's, and that's one of those things where, man, like you just have to, every person on this planet, I don't care how miserable you are, how much your life has sucked and how, and how, you know, terrible things are around you. Every person still has something they have to enjoy. I mean, it could be literally the small, it could be a cup of tea and yeah. looking at a bird. I mean, it doesn't matter. Like there, there's something that makes you happier than not. So like, right. that's the thing that you need to do. It doesn't have to be anything grand. It doesn't have to be like something that takes up, you know, your whole day. It could be like a tiny little thing. 
Um, for me, you know what? Reality TV makes me happy. It's not the healthiest thing in the world. It's not, so, you know, so other people's <laughs> misery makes you happy. Is yeah, what you're basically saying. like I can sit and watch love Island for hours and I feel like I'm, I'm happy. I'm good. Like this, this is fun. So whatever it is for, for the individual person, I mean, it's probably better to like enjoy something outdoors maybe, but whatever. Right. <laughs> what's so what's, I want to know. Um, okay. I, I got to give you props, Jackie. I probably said this before, but I, the only my only news, my only Hollywood news comes from your TikTok page because I don't have the attention span to read an entire article. Also, I don't really know how to read very well. I just was never a good reader, which is something that I wish that I like taught myself more, but I just suck at reading. But with you, I could just like, you know, little 30 second clips and you just get right to the point with your TikTok. It's like Shia LaBeouf is a douchebag and beat his girl. <laughs> Shia get better boom and I'm like oh my god now I'm woke to the Shia LaBeouf news so um I want to like <laughs> I feel like I'm, I'm talking to a true Hollywood reporter right now so I want to get some Hollywood what's going on in Hollywood Jackie well first of all thank you that's actually like really nice to hear because a lot of my friends say that they literally do not care about any gossip at all but when my videos come up they watch and same reason as you it's not because they they like me or they want to look at my face it's because I I get to the point I guess right. and it's just concise but um shout out the Becca let's... department at San Francisco <laughs> State they taught you everything you you gotta give you gotta pay homage to Becca right because the news writing that's what it is it's news writing you know you're taking uh, an entire you know, three minute read article. you're taking a 500 word article and getting the best 40 words, you know, the most engaging 40 words. And yeah. Cause no one wants to watch like something that's so like little details that just don't really matter to the story. That's when people right. lose attention. That's when they lose their attention. So, Boom. um, yeah, I mean, what's going on? Uh, Nick Cannon. I know Nick Cannon got his job back hosting wild and out. Cause wow. For, for those that don't know what happened to him, Obviously, I'm good at I'm good at a uh, long story short. He said some anti-Semitic remarks on his podcast Canon's class about seven months ago. Um, but then, you know, everyone was like, that's wrong what you're saying. And he he basically got his education like he said sorry which you know isn't always enough he actually went and spoke to some rabbis and did his research about the the culture and he actually took a step to learn about what he said so uh viacom decided that he was now ready to host wild and out again could, so could you, there we have it could you imagine if he hosts the entire season in a yarmulke and they have a whole I like know. jewish episode and they have like a rabbi as a celebrity host they might. honestly <laughs> They might because you know how like TV likes to do that, right? They, they'll 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 make not make fun of it. They'll like put it out there because it's like it was a big story. So I actually wouldn't be surprised if like Matis Yahoo was the musical guest. Oh, and, my God. You know. That would just be way too <laughs> obvious, though. It's like we get it. You said sorry. You're not anti you, you love Jews. You don't hate Jews. Just continue. And I think that I'm really glad to hear that because like as somebody who was on who had a very, very brief stint on Wild and Out oh, yeah. episodes to be exact, cut all my stuff out. But you know, we don't need to talk about that because I was depressed about it for three years and I'm just starting to get over it. But as somebody who was who really experienced the wild and out culture, I was in the workshops. I was in a few episodes. The way Nick Cannon runs it, it's it's very he provides a, a great just a great experience for really funny people who may not have who may have been rejected by Hollywood it's like this whole like counterculture to Hollywood and it's you know it is black culture and these guys are hilarious and these guys do deserve the money the recognition the fame and like Nick Cannon had the platform um and just just gave a, a bunch of people 
opportunities because the thing is getting on when you get on wild and out it's like not only are you getting paid per episode but you're getting royalties on the back end so you could basically get like booking wild and out means that you're a full-time entertainer which is like the dream like he makes so many people's dreams come true Mm -hmm. by by putting them on wild and out and these are people who deserved it because they're funny enough they so um i'm just i'm just glad not only i mean nick cannon's good either way so he was going to be a millionaire with or without wild and out but i'm just happy for the for the cast members of wild and out you know so that's that's great is it just me or like does it still feel weird to know that he was married to mariah carey and they had kids he just he doesn't seem like the kind of guy that Mariah Carey would go for. He's like kind of really silly. I don't want to say immature because he's obviously mature and he knows what he's doing, but compared to her, he just seems like a little kid who's just like funny and, and crazy. So every now and yeah. then I, I see pictures of him when, when they were together and I'm like, is that, is that his mom? Like, I don't understand. It, it is weird. weird to go. Not even like, the age, not the age, just like them, who they are as people. Oh it's my God. Weird. And then just what they stand for in entertainment, because I'm about to throw a little bit of shade here. Nick Cannon, respect the shit out of him. But as an entertainer, not very funny, not a good musician. He's a smart businessman and he works hard. Yeah. But as far as like, I mean, I think everybody can can agree with me. He, he kind of represents for... This is sounds fucked up. He represents everything that's corny as an entertainer. I respect the shit out of him, but he's kind of corny. Mariah Carey, on the other hand, one of the greatest female vocalists of all time. If you want to talk about the the Mount Rushmore of female like R&B artists, Mariah Carey's got to be. It's like Whitney, Mariah, maybe Christina Aguilera, you know, um, I mean, she's up there for sure. And then she dated Nick Cannon. Yeah, it's a bit weird. Cornball, who provides great opportunities and has helped so many people. (laughs) But he's corny. Let's just say it. Let it say it like it is. And you know what? Do you do you? Am I being too aggressive there? What do you think? No, I feel like you're right. I just thought of it like Nick Cannon is kind of like Trump. He's good at they're good at business and bad Mm. at everything else. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. Trump's good. Trump's good at business no lie no one can deny he's a good businessman uh he's a great businessman but like he's just not good at other anything else really totally Um, nick cannon Cannon is obviously a really good businessman because he's he's his name and 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 likeness and image are like on a lot of stuff like he's he's kind of no he's known by everybody um but when it comes to music yeah no one can you name me one nick cannon song yes i I can jiggle i'm a gigolo (laughs) so he's on the go every time i turn around i got another show yeah, I think was that R. Oh, Kelly yeah. or Nate Dogg on the hook? Either way, that song wasn't good because oh, of that, Nick Cannon's yeah, verses. I think, yeah, I think it was R. Kelly. So it's like R. Kelly. Oh, wow, that's that's bad. <laughs> yeah, but like Nick Cannon has never spit a uh, Nick Cannon just wasn't a great rapper. But the thing is, people forget that Nick Cannon was on Nick at Night and he was like a child star. So for for someone to be relevant from age 14 to now, he's like in his 40s, still a relevant member in Hollywood. That takes a lot of resilience. Oh, is he so, in his 40s already? I Whoa, think he's like I, I think he's old. like when I was on Wild and Out, I think he was 38. So I think he's like 40 or 41 right I'm now. Tra- but- oh, wow. He's 40. Yeah, you're right. Yep, 40. He, so. he is, well, I will say, Nick Cannon, you look good for your age. I will say that much. Very attractive, <laughs> man. I mean, and, and another thing I want to talk about is like, uh, <laughs> like I think every Wild and Out, I, this isn't a fact. This is just what I think. I think every Wild and Out girl has at least gone to second base with Nick Cannon. I don't know. 
But Why not? I just, if I was on Wild and Out, so would I. <laughs> just being just being in that environment around those Wild and Out girls, I was like, I think all of you have have slept with Nick. There's nothing wrong with that. Nick's a, a extremely successful man, um, good looking too. He's not like Harvey Weinstein. He's not like a creep. Like I think Nick is. Uh, I think he's absolutely crushing it with the lady. Like I think he might have sex once. A day. I don't know. This is all just speculation. I don't. I don't have any facts. <laughs> But um, anyways, uh, what, what's some other what's some other Hollywood gossip that we could? This is fun. I like just like shitting on people more successful than me. <laughs> this is great. Well, um, speaking of, you know, how he he said some comments and then apologized. And now he's like back doing what he does. Well, another another person who's made some comments but is not being forgiven so easily is Morgan Wallen, who's a country star. Um, oh, my God. This you is know crazy. About that. Yeah. yeah. So. I, I don't listen to a lot of country, so I know his name. I've heard his name. I don't really know his music that much, but he was caught on camera. Like he was, he was just like drunk, I think with his friends after a night out, um, maybe outside of their apartment or something. And there was a, there was a camera from far away. I don't even know how they picked up the sound because the sound is so crisp and clear, but they're so far away, almost like they were miked, but they weren't. So it was a bit weird, but, um, he said to one of his friends, he said the N word, he said it in like in passing not, not in a, uh, you know, derogatory way, but at the same time, like he still can't say that. So what he thought was just saying it like, Hey buddy, like in that sort of form, um, he's white. So that's, that's not, that word's not for you. So of course it got, it went viral and he has been canceled like from everything, every endorsement he had, every merch he was selling, every, his late, like everybody's just like, nope, nope, nope. Um, the only person who's kind of like not turning their, her back against him or whatever is actually the president of the NAACP Nashville. Wait, She's what? saying, yeah, she's saying, look, what you did was wrong and saying sorry isn't going to change it, but I want to work with you and teach you just like the Nick Cannon situation. I like I want to teach you why why you shouldn't be saying this, like what the history is if you are just that unaware. Right. Um, and she so she's trying to work with him. I'm sure he will, you know, say yes and 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 work on it just to like get back into his business. But as yeah. of right now, it is not looking good for Morgan Wallen. Oh, I mean, like when will when will white people understand that saying the N word is like pressing the red end career button like it's it's like it's like pressing it's like being on a spaceship and pressing the button that just ejects everybody out of the spaceship and kills everyone like just don't fucking say the word ever. And we're being recorded 24 seven. It's not, it's that not hard not to say it. It's like, it, it's not like someone said you can't say the word yes or no. Like you'll live without saying it. It'll, you'll be okay. You will be fine. Your vocabulary will still be wide and big. You'll still be able to make your point. You'll still be able to write an essay and make songs and make speeches at the Grammys without saying that word. It is right. unnecessary. Like, but, but period. It's, it's, it is unnecessary. I mean, just given like, you just have to be a fucking idiot because people's careers and also like, do you and, and I it's like it's it's not a message of I really so you said the guy just said it in passing he wasn't it was it wasn't like the hard R he wasn't saying like oh all these n-words are need to no, die no, no. he was literally just talking to a friend saying I forgot the sentence but he basically meant like hey like hey let's go buddy or like wh whatever it was it was okay. it was just like a passing comment but somehow I, I still can't like wrap my head around how the audio was was captured because like the clip is so far away. I, I just don't get it. But either way, like he didn't think anyone was going to hear him. He didn't 
he didn't yeah. say it like live on national television yet it still made an impact on his career so people are going to think twice now you know before that's, they start saying crazy stuff i mean that's interesting joe rogan has i think said the n-word over a hundred times on his podcast really? and, he's, and he's a white guy and people still support really? i mean and this was spotify knew that and spotify gave him a hundred million dollars so this this seems a little bit like extreme I mean, you shouldn't say it, obviously, and you should educate yourself on why you shouldn't say it. But still, I don't think dropping like a white guy just dropping the N word in in passing should make you like should make your career end. I, I just don't. I, and I and I agree with the president of the NAACP. It's more of a it's not that this guy is racist and hates black people. It's just that he's uneducated. So instead of just like, you know, ruining everything for him, let's try to educate him. That's just my Yeah, I think cancel I culture. I think we talked about this a few episodes ago, but I think cancel culture is not necessarily like the right way to go about it. But if somebody continues making the same mistake after they have been educated, so let's say mm. he he says sorry and then he he takes a class a course on black history and then, you know, next year he does it again, now I can understand if if the industry wants to cancel him because he has had the chance to learn and 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 learn from his, his mistakes, but um I think everyone deserves like one chance a chance to, right. to kind of but i mean he's also an adult like there's no way that he doesn't know the repercussions of that word he's not he's not 12 you know what i mean he so it, it kind of makes me think like did you really not know that that was offensive or did you just yeah. say it because you didn't think you were going to get caught and you didn't think anyone was going to hear right and are you going to do it again are you going to do it again at your buddy's house because no one's going to hear you right and are you like, only yeah. are you only sorry because you got caught yeah you know? that's that's what i think um i yeah. don't know him so i can't say he might be a really good guy i really don't know him but it's just hard to believe um i yeah, I think actually that the president of the NAACP also made a statement, I believe, saying that nobody, I think she said literally no one should use that word because um, it's just unnecessary, like yeah. white, black or whoever. Um, but right. I, I can't really speak on that because I'm not, you know, I don't know how how they feel about that word. But um, she says nobody should use it. So it it's a it's a thing that people just have to like learn and appreciate everyone's culture. And if it really offends a group of people, like right. Why would you do it if you totally. know it's going to hurt them, their feelings or, you know, it's just unnecessary, but right. hopefully he learns from that. And I don't know. I, we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see. And it's, and I think the fact that it's a, a, a country singer who said it's different if it's a comedian, you know, who just kind of like says the comedians just say whatever comes to their mind and they, you know, they, they're constantly offending people. But like when it's a country singer and a lot of people associate like, country singers with white supremacy which i don't agree with right. but that's just what it is right. so i yeah. think that just that just makes it a bigger issue um but yeah i mean right there's it's it's the the, the n-word is a as, as a white guy in who partakes in black culture i'm a white rapper it's something um that it's just you should never even you should never say it but like there was one time where i was at a party with um with my black friends because I'm I'm cool and I have black friends <laughs> no and wow with, you're with, definitely not racist because you have black friends yeah now exactly totally so I get at least five n words a year because per black friend you have that means you get to say one n word a year no that's a joke don't fucking cancel me for that but I was at a party in San Francisco shout out Park Merced I know you've partied there 
And I was oh, with, you yeah, know, yeah. I was with a few of my African-American friends and we were just hanging out. You know, we were just kind of like rapping with each other. It was fun. There were white people, there were black people there. It was cool. It was like we had people from the hood. We had people, you know, from rich white neighborhoods all like partying together, getting along. It was great. And that's then, what um, I love about San Francisco, how San Francisco right. used to be, not how it is now. But yeah, how it used to be. yeah, that shit isn't happening anymore. This was 2010. Nah. This was like the glory days of San Francisco right before that crazy 2000, right before like the second wave of the tech boom, when like Twitter, oh, Facebook, gross. I mean, you know, you lived in it. Um, You saw it more than a lot of people did. So, uh, so I'm at this party and then one of my, you know, black friends is like, yo, e-money you that n-word you know that's what he said but he said the actual word because he's black and can't say it and i was like okay thank you he's like i want you to say it right now say i'm that n-word and i was like i was like dude i'm not gonna say that at this party and then i had four guys cornering me saying say i'm that n-word right now scream it and then these guys are like forcing me to say the n-word and i'm like this has to be some sort of trap i'm not saying it (laughs) and then I, I, I'm not going to lie. I said it. And then after I said it, they all hugged me and they're like, see, you can say it, man. You have the right to say it. So, so then after that moment happened then I was like, okay, I, I I guess I can say the N word. I got the approval from the experts. Didn't work out. Then I started saying it more. I started saying it and then I got checked a few times and I was like, okay, I really shouldn't say that. Uh, So that was, that was just a funny thing that happened to me. I don't know. Yeah, it was just like, just, yeah, I guess the, the point, the moral of the story is just because like a few people say that it's fine doesn't mean that it is for Boom. everyone else. That actually happened to me, believe it or not. At the, my story is so weird and crazy that it sounds, it's going to sound unbelievable. But when I was working in Phoenix, I was on a radio station out there for just a few months before I quit. I ended up hating it out there. But anyways, while I was there, we had a lot of celebrities coming in. It was a hip hop station. So we had a lot of rappers and um, black comedians and people like that coming into the station. So one of the people that came in was Monique, you know, Monique, right? Oh, I love Monique. Monique. She had that she line on Twitter funny. that I would, I would like to see it. Remember that <laughs> the, she yeah, went no, viral she, on Twitter. I love so Monique. Funny. I love Monique. Yes. So she came in and she, you know, sat down next to me and we were doing like a, an interview with her um, live on air and was it live or was it pre-recorded? And I don't remember. It might have been pre-recorded and then we edit it, but I don't remember. But anyways, we're like sitting there doing this interview and the host of the show said to her for some reason that I know how to rap, that I'm a rapper. And she was like, oh, let me hear freestyle. I was like, oh God, really? Oh, no, wait, Monique told you that she wanted you to freestyle? Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. Like, so, so I'm like, okay. So I, I just start like just rapping or whatever, just quickly. <laughs> uh-huh. and then And then after I'm done, Oh, and her and her people, like she brought like three people with her. Um, they were all like bobbing their heads. They were like, yeah, girl, like this is so good. They they were, I think they were kind of like shocked at me. Right. And then after I was done, um, she, it was either she started freestyling or one of her people, like they kind of joined in, right? And then she, she said to me something like, yes like she told me to say the n-word like she's told me to say it no wait monique told you to say the n-word yeah she did like she was looking at directly at me and i was like 
no, I'm not going to say it. And yeah, it must've been a pre-recorded. It wouldn't have been live. And then I was like, no, I'm not going to say it. She was like, yeah, it's fine. You're just with us. You're with us. You can say it in your rap. And I was like, no, I really no. can't say it. So I ended up not saying it. Cause I was like, Good. this is definitely not going to like, I'm not going to end my career. Cause Monique told me to say it. She was look, she was really, really friendly, really funny. I don't know if she was doing it cause she wanted to get a rise out of me or cause she just wanted, she just maybe thought it was funny. I don't know. Um, but I, didn't say it and we were all laughing and it just ended like really nicely and stuff but maybe she was testing me i don't know but i, was I, like, I don't know good for you so you're a better so person than me because i well i definitely did cave and you didn't cave when it happened well i didn't but. cave because a a i this happened um this happened two years ago so i was a lot like older and more mature but also because i was at a radio station employed by the station like i'm not gonna right. do something stupid at work um whereas you were at a party and you were young and you know you, all your friends were hyping you up but but when that story reminded me of that. I just like couldn't believe that that she like enc was encouraging me. She was like egging me on, and all her friends were like, "Yeah, say it." And I was like, "No, what?" <laughs> so, so the like, moral, what? the moral like, of the story is: white people, no matter what the situation is, never don't say the n word. Don't say it when you're texting your friend and you think it's private. Don't say it when you're hanging out with friends with just one-on-one -on -one and you think nobody's listening because people are listening. It's 2000 motherfucking 21. Your phones are tapped. Everyone's listening. You have no more privacy. So, but you should, even if you did have privacy, you still shouldn't say the <laughs> N word for multiple reasons because it represented, it was a term that, you know, represented slavery and slavery sucked. So, um, exactly. Anyways, so, moving on. We've had enough enough white people talking about. Yeah, the if we if we yeah if if we kept on this, I knew it it would just be bad. Two white people talking about the N word, uh, <laughs> it's just not going to lead to anything. At least we're educated and we know what what's right and wrong. Now, yes, I want to know about your experience. You were at a a, your, a party over the weekend, right, yes. with your friends, and yes. you were sober. Wait, you're not there anymore, are you? Are you there? Uh, um, oh, no, no, no. Okay, so I was, uh, so next weekend, I'm going to Arizona for my friend's 30th birthday party. And I'm oh, next be, weekend? Why did I think you were, it was because, this weekend? Because I just did a TikTok, I don't know if you, I just did a TikTok talking about my friend in apartment one's birthday party last night, where there were, you know, a group of people, a bunch of people there just spreading COVID. Yeah, I get it. I'm horrible. But, um, you know, <laughs> this is just, why we're doing the podcast remote. Because yes. Likes to party and Jackie likes to be healthy. Yeah, exactly. She's the better. This she's the better. This is a Jekyll and Hyde for sure. But um so Okay, so it wasn't it wasn't the party that I thought you were at, but either way, you were at a party sober. Yes, that's I was happened. I was the okay. only sober guy at a party and it was like late. It was like 11 30, 12, and everybody had been drinking for a while, so they were like pretty drunk at the time. And I was a hundred percent sober and it's I'm proud of you. I mean, th thank thank you. It's, you know, sometimes I'm like, why am I doing this? These guys are having way more fun than I, than I am, but I'm having more fun than them today. It's, it's, it's Sunday. And mm -hmm. I feel like I, I feel on top of the world. These guys are probably still in bed. Yep. Uh, just having anxiety over some of the things that they were saying last night. Cause you anyways, but like the main thing I noticed, um, about being, I'm sure you've been the only sober person at a party, but last night, that was like yeah. my first true experience where like I was the only sober guy at a party with a bunch of drunk people. Oh my, drunk is its own language. 
I didn't know that being drunk, you can't speak drunk unless you're drunk. I thought that I could still have conversations with people, but you can't because these guys are talking in circles for hours. None of these conversations have a beginning, middle and end. Nobody's saying anything, anything like logical or anything with subs. They're just speaking gibberish to each other. But the funniest thing is that they think it's going, they think they're saying insightful things, but they, they, they really aren't. Maybe they are, but like, maybe I was just being too judgmental, but like these people are arguing with each other while agreeing with each other at the same time. And then I just add a little bit of logic and I'm like, well, you know, you guys are agreeing. So maybe we shouldn't talk about this anymore. And then they look at me like I'm speaking a different language because I'm saying something logical. They so think it's, you're a buzzkill. They're like, why are you like <laughs> stepping into our little thing? But in reality, right. you're just being like the normal, the sober, normal, um, level-headed person. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, uh, it's easy to get insecure about it too, because, um, cause it is, I think people can tell like, when you're the only sober person, maybe it's just me in my head, but I, I really think people can be like something about this guy's vibe is different and it's making me uncomfortable. That's what I was thinking. Is that, is that true? Did every single person there know that you were sober? Like the minute you walked in or did you, did you announce like I'm sober tonight? Yeah, I, um, I, well, I stupidly was drinking a one liter of Fiji water. I should have just had a red cup and pretended and just not told anybody. <laughs> I've done that so many times where I pretend like I'm drinking and I'm not. Yeah, <laughs> I, I should. I want to do that but next time. But you don't time. need to hide it. It is what it is. I mean, okay, the worst part about being sober around drunk people, which I've done many times, is is the nonstop questions. Why aren't you drinking? Oh my God, it's, it's Saturday. Oh. Just have a shot. It's oh, fine. Oh God, screw so those bitch, people. Because my liver is smiling at me right now and yours is, and yours is So, and I'm going to have a good day tomorrow. When you're drunk, really, pressure is hard. It's terrible. It's annoying. You know what? That's what it is. It's annoying. Yeah, people who peer pressure you at parties when they see that you're like improving your health. Like you should, the only thing anybody should say is, hey, good for you, man. I'm going to still drink, but like, I'm happy for you. Not like, don't bring me down with your misery. You know what I'm saying? Why you, Why aren't you drinking, you idiot? It's it's really a, 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 net, a toxic thing to do. Yeah, that's the difference between a, a mature person and an immature person. A mature mm. person will say, good for you. Like if I was at a party and you weren't drinking, I would be like, oh, that's awesome. Like, you know, or maybe I'd ask you why, or, you know, what, what's going on. And you'd tell me whatever your reason. And I'd be like, oh, good for you. Like, I hope it lasts. And people that want to peer pressure, those are actually just immature assholes, in my opinion. Um, obviously when I was younger, I would probably participate. Come on, just have a shot. It's fine. But you know, right. the older you get, the more you realize that that's like really dumb to do to somebody because right. they're, they're just being, it's like, if somebody says, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to go for a run every morning and you go, Oh, that's silly, man. Don't do that. You should sit on your fat ass and eat chips all day. Don't go outside. Don't do <laughs> yeah, exercise. That's right. literally like the same thing. Oh, you're drinking yeah, water. Like, Why quitting, are you drinking water? Oh, you're eating a salad. <laughs> yeah. Eat a burger. You idiot. Why are you trying to lose weight? Oh, you're not cheating on your girlfriend. Come on, just bang this whore. <laughs> you know, <laughs> those people. <laughs>
but then, and people do, people do, do things like that. Like when somebody eggs you on to like cheat on your significant other at a party, like, yeah, just, it's fine. She won't know whatever. Like you don't want a friend like that. That's not, that's not bro code. That's not your buddy. Like right. making sure that you have a good time. That's actually an asshole who's making, who's helping you hurt another soul. That's not a good person to be around. And I mean that, and I mean that with girls too, like totally. if you have girlfriends that, that egg you on to like cheat on your man or whatever, like if it's a bad relationship, just end it like like just be done with it don't go cheating on people that's not how life works oh my god that makes me like sick just to think that people just do that oh my god <laughs> so, like, egg other people on that. to cheat on their girls oh my god are the people who say like oh dude you're in a different area code it's fine it's not cheating if dude it's not cheating if she doesn't find out i've had so many people tell me that in situations and i still you know, oh I listened to them and I cheated and you know what? It's their fault. I'm not taking any responsibility. It's your, no, but <laughs> I really think the reason people do that is because they live toxic lifestyles and they don't want to feel alone. They want to, they want to justify it by saying, because that's the thing. When I would drink all the time, the, the one thing that like motivated me to drink is like, well, my favorite artist is doing it. A guy I follow on a guy I look up yeah. to drinks every day. So I'm not the only one doing it. So it's just like, when you're, you know, when you, when you see someone at a party about to slip up and cheat on their girl, it's like, oh my God, this is perfect. If I see him cheat on a girl, then I'm not the only one of my friends who cheats. So now I, so now it's not as bad. And now it's getting, it's becoming normalized. No, it's, it's uh yeah, those, those type of people. Um, I just pray that they, uh, I pray that they get mature because I'm obviously perfect and they aren't. And I just pray that they can be perfect like me too. <laughs> But I mean, it's just crazy. <laughs> I actually have a story about an <clears throat> an old boss that I had who will not be named. Um, we were at uh, basically like an event for, I'm not even going to name the industry, whatever. We were at an event um, outside of the city that we were working in. So we were actually like, we flew to an event and like a networking event type thing. And I was with my boss and a couple other coworkers. And, you know, there's open bar at this event. And there's lots of like really good looking people and, you know, things around us. And yep. he was standing next to me. And by the way, this guy was in a relationship. I think he was with his girlfriend for like six or seven years at and this point. She wasn't with us on this trip, though. Had you met his girlfriend? Sorry, before? what were you going to say? Had you met his girlfriend? Oh, before? yeah, yeah. She. Wow. Yes. Yes. She, I did meet his girlfriend cause she used to, she was a hairstylist. She used to do my hair. So, mm. um, I knew her and she was nice and everything. Um, so we were at this event and a girl comes up and recognizes him and just like st kind of starts talking to our group. And she's, she's a good looking girl. She's just like, not really flirting. She's just like talking. Oh, this is what happened. Sorry. She came up to our group and she compl she actually complimented my hair. That's what it was. Okay. She came up and cause I had blue hair. She was like, I yep. really like your hair. Where did you get that done? Thinking that I lived in that city. And I said, I said, Oh, actually his girlfriend did it for me in, in, in this city. And that's all I said. Right. Cause she asked me and then um, he started talking to her a little bit and then she ended up walking away. Then he looks at me in disgust and says, don't you ever bring up my girlfriend or went around when there's other girls talking to me. Like he was what? really mad at me for saying my, his girlfriend did my hair because he wanted his shot with her. And wow. I was so disgusted by that. I was, he was actually like, gave me attitude. He was like, don't you dare talk about my girlfriend. Like when, when, when I'm trying to talk to someone. Yeah, man. And at that point, at that point, the job was quite new. At that point, I realized I I don't know if I can work 
right. with this guy because because he's already showing me the kind of person that he is. Yeah. And it, it kind of made me like sick inside because I just don't like people like that. So right. obviously I said, I apologize because I don't want drama at this event. I was like, oh, I'm right. sorry. Like my bad. I didn't know. But the whole time I was there, <sighs> I was like, oh, God, what a bad person. And, yeah. and anyways, they're not together anymore. Long The the girl is pregnant uh, or has has a baby with somebody else now. Good. Um, and, and, and he's just living but, in a one bedroom apartment, probably shooting heroin. Well, no, he he's he's uh he's actually engaged to someone else who he's um, cheating but, on know, and, not, and let me guess he's not yeah yeah, yeah. his instagram yeah. is just filled with how much he loves her but he's got five side chicks on the side and then he's probably like the tiger like a, a small scale tiger woods i'm a hundred percent that he's sure. cheating that he's cheating still i am a hundred percent sure yeah because because like even after that event went down there were times where we would go out to events um like to club events where we were hosting or whatever the situation and he was very much getting girls numbers back then um so i could tell that it was a habit for him and he got a lot of female attention right he was good looking and right. you know popular in a way and he got a lot of attention and uh you know some guys so, just just can't say no and he term, was one of those and yeah i wish him, i wish him the best i hope he's not cheating on this girl yeah <sighs> I don't know. Anyways, that, that reminded me like, Oh God, I hate people like that. Oh my God. And he probably justified it. Like, well, yeah, I'm cheating on her. She doesn't give good enough head. Maybe if she gave better head, then I wouldn't cheat on her. It's her fault. You know, that's, I've literally heard someone say that yeah. before. Um, that and is, uh, that, well, here's the question. Then leave them. Yeah. Fucking leave. Yeah. If you have, the, well, here's the question. People, yeah, who cheat, people who cheat <laughs> that much, can they change or are you just a cheater for life? Um, I think that probably a majority probably not can't change, but don't, or don't want to. But I think that there's a hope if somebody, I think the only way that there's hope is maybe if someone goes to therapy and figures out why they're cheating, like they're, it's not because your girlfriend's not giving you good head. It's not because you're bored. It, there is a deep underlying issue of why people cheat over and over and over again. Mm. And I think that probably therapy is, is the only way. Cause you know, a therapist really knows how to like dig information out of you in a yeah. professional non-biased way. So I think it's possible, but I think that without therapy, if you're a serial cheater, the likelihood of you stopping is probably very low. Now, yeah. this is a, this is a good place to ask this question. So, uh, -huh. If anyone's listening, if you have been a serial cheater and you no longer cheat, please write into us on our Instagram or wherever and let us know what happened. Like, how did you stop? We can keep you anonymous. Absolutely. But it's actually pretty interesting to know if somebody used to cheat a whole bunch and now doesn't. Didn't you used to well, cheat I used a to bunch? Cheat. And now yeah, I used to cheat a whole reform. bunch. And now, and now yeah, I, I cheated. Um I mean, yeah, we've talked about this. I got, I hooked up with more girls when I was in a relationship than when I was single. And it's because I, there's no, there's no pressure when I was in a relationship. It's like, well, even if this girl says no, I still got like my, my foundation, my rock, who's always down to hook up with me and down to be there for me. So it really right. I'm just playing with house money at this point. That's what I was telling myself, which is terrible. Like I'm a trash human and we've, uh, we've just, we've discussed that, but <laughs> And here's, <laughs> well, here's the fucked up thing. It's like even and I thought I was I thought I was done with it. I thought but even like this year or last year when I was, um, you know, starting to fall for a girl and I like, you know, wanted to like start a life with her. And I was like, I finally found my person. Even like a week into that, I'm like texting this other girl who 
who I, who I have way more confidence with because this girl's into me. And then I, I like, I'm like a week into it. I'm already entertaining other girls. So I, I just need more years of therapy and I'm just not ready to be in a relationship. I think that people who are serial cheaters should just, just tell them they need to tell themselves that they're not fit to be <laughs> in a relationship because you're living a lie when you're like, I just don't understand how a guy can lay next to a girl and say complete, just completely lie to her like 24 seven, say you're the only one in my life, make love with that person, look her in the eyes and say, you're the only one, baby. You're the only one I love. Meanwhile, you have five different girls in your phone. It's just like, I mean, I, I actually can imagine it because I was that person, but I just don't, it's, it's just, ah, it's just sad. <laughs> I feel bad for the girl, but then again, girls do it too. You know, girls aren't fucking, you know, it's really, but it's really nice to hear that you, it's really nice to hear that you've changed. Like you don't, you know, that if you have a problem with that, then mm. you're not ready to yeah. be with someone. And that's literally all it takes is knowing that, that, that to me makes you a, a good, a mature person. Cause you, you know, so you're like not yeah, forcing yourself so. to be with someone when you know, you're not in that minds mindset. Um, all it takes is like to admit that you're doing something wrong. I mean, I'm not perfect. I have flaws in relationships where I have to sit there and admit like, I'm doing, I'm too needy or I'm too this. Like I need to take a step back. And, um, speaking of that, my boyfriend actually right now, he is, he's out of town. He's like, he's near San Diego at the beach for like basically four days. He left on a little mini vacation. So, and so, I so, so who's, who's the lady, who's, who's the lady he's having an affair with? Oh my God. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> a whale at the beach. Literally. No. <laughs> um, no, I, I just, you know, it, we've been together 24 seven confined in this space it, yeah. uh, since the pandemic and, um, you know, everyone needs their alone time and he's been like really stressed with work and other, mm. and he hasn't been able to, to fly back to the UK to see his family in over mm. a year. So he's been like, kind of not in like the best place. And so he said for himself to like be a better person and to, to feel good, he needs to mm. just like get away. Mm. And I didn't take it like, oh, he needs to get away from me. He just needs to get away like yeah. on his own. So he left for a few days and I'm over here by myself. Um, it's a, it's a bit quiet and lonely, but you know, I'm, I'm filling up my days with things to do. And I realized that maybe the person that I used to be would get really upset and be like, Oh my God, I can't believe you want to go somewhere without me. Like that's And I'd get really sensitive. And I know that that's a flaw that I have had. So I mm -hmm. reacted in a way where I was like, as long as you're happy and you're having fun and you come back and you're refreshed, like that's good for me. So I'm happy for you. So you should go. And that's how I grow as a person. Like right. can't take everything so personally. Right. It's, yeah. And it's, it just means that you're not so like, here you, we are. You, it means that you, that you prefer to have this person in your life, but you don't need, like you're not codependent. That's the main thing is like, I don't think anybody it's should be codependent. Cause I feel like, yeah, mm -hmm. that's hard because I'm one of those people that like, I've been single Mike a lot, most of my life. I, I'm not one of those people that goes relationship, relationship over and over. Like I've been single a lot, but when you do finally have someone, it feels really good and you don't want to let them go. Like you walk right. them around. So it, it's hard to like not be codependent sometimes because, um, in the morning when I get a kiss from him, it makes my day really oh, good. And if I don't get one, I, I feel sad. Yeah. And I don't, I don't want to be sad. Like oh. I woke up this morning 
telling myself I'm going to have a good day. Like I don't need to be cuddled for like five minutes before I get up, even though I really like that. I can, I, I'm, an, I'm a big girl. Like I can do this. So it is hard for me, honestly, wow. but I'm learning. I'm, this I'm, is try, so... I'm like trying to be alone. <laughs> this is so fascinating because I don't relate to that at all. <laughs> I am the complete opposite. <laughs> Even girls who I've dated, I wouldn't st spend the night in the same bed with them. I, I just, I'm too obsessed with my own space. Even girls that I was, that I was in love with and I even wanted to marry. I, 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 like I even said, like, if we move <laughs> in together, we're sleeping in separate rooms because I need my own space. But, um, but that's, 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 that's crazy. No, that's that, good. That, you need to find a girl who's down for that. Right. And so, so do you feel like it's, it's almost like a, like a drug, like him kissing you in the morning and just his intimacy physical intimacy and just being able to look at him and talk to him and see him in person do you think uh, like like what if he had to leave for a month for on business how do you think you'd be able to cope with that yeah i mean look it's it's i i like i said i'm i'll put my big girl panties on and i'll fill my days with stuff i i just can't like sit at home all day i would have mm -hmm. to like maybe see a friend here and there go outside do just that's why i had my friend over yesterday and we worked on this art project and it filled up a lot of my day because mm -hmm. normally i would just be around him so um it is hard for me i'm not gonna lie when i'm single it's it's not hard for me to be on my own like i don't need people around me all the time mm -hmm. but when i'm with someone and i enjoy their company i like the feeling feeling his hug around me and mm -hmm. his embrace honestly makes oh. me feel so like warm and so good but I'm a touchy feely person and right. that's my love language is touch. Mm. I need oh. that. Whereas he's, he's not. His, oh. his love language is acts of service. It's like, help me with this, do this with me, like um, make my life easier. That's oh. his way of, that's how he wants me to show love. Whereas I just want him to hug me and kiss me and tell him I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty and I'm great. And then I'm, I'm good. Like that's Damn. literally all I need. I don't need anything i don't need a lot more than like support and and like love uh, oh, but I'm that's just like a what that puppy, means honestly so so on dating apps when there's the uh, like icon that says heart physical touch it means that your love language is physical touch so that doesn't mean that the girl just wants to have sex with me the first night that's what i thought oh. on dating it just means that in relationships you like being hugged damn it okay i should uh damn yes so <laughs> That's actually really funny. So love language is like a really interesting um, thing to like kind of research and and look up. There's, uh, I think there's five love languages. Uh, gifts, words of affirmation, acts of service, quality time, and physical touch. So everyone, right. someone can have all five. Someone can just have one. It, it kind of can be a lot of, mine is definitely physical touch and quality time no physical touch and yeah either words of affirmation quality time those would be mine i don't really need gifts gifts are nice and i'll take them and they'll make me happy um like he left me flowers um at the apartment before he left on his trip which was really nice and it made me happy but it doesn't it doesn't take away from like i want a big hug when he gets back it's way more to me than any gift he can give me but not everyone's like that a lot of people prefer gifts or acts of service or, and they're all fine they're all good i mean just depends like what you what you right. need really yeah that's gotta be that's gotta that ha that has to be challenging because it's something that um i mean that you're used to getting all day every day especially during the pandemic and 
relationships in the pandemic, they could go one of two ways. It's either you get sick of each other and want to leave or you get like even more obsessed with each other, I feel like. And I think you were the latter. Like you got you. I think this pandemic made you realize like this is my person. I want to spend the rest of my life with this person. Maybe I'm wrong, but I kind of feel like that's what that's what you're feeling. So, um, no, it is that his. That's that's wild. His name and my phone is my person (laughs) damn well it's it's good because it's it's good that you're going through this what he's gone for three four days so what do you think your so what do you think yours is um my love language is definitely that's a really good question because like yeah he'll be back on tuesday yeah my my love language is probably i'm trying to think so it's um you know what i think it is physical touch as well but it's just hard for me to get to a point where I it's hard for me to like sign up for um just get to a point where I'm allowing a girl to touch me all the time but once I really am committed and once I really know that I want to spend a lot of time with a girl when I'm around her we're PDA I'm I got my hands all over her we're holding hands I'm kissing her in public so I think it is it's it's physical touch as well but it's just I just haven't had anybody that I've wanted to physically touch 24 seven. And then, but, but when it's, you know, but then when it, when it's somebody who I'm not, who I don't want to be serious with, and we're kind of just being casual, then I'm just like, get the fuck away from me. Don't touch me when I'm hanging out with them. But then when it's someone I want to, I do want to date. Uh-huh. I am, I'm just kind of like, like psychoanalyzing myself here. It's like, I'm, I, I want to touch them because my first girlfriend, I brought her home to my parents and my parents, the, the first note they had about the whole experience was I've never seen you touch another human so much. You don't touch, you don't hug your family. You don't even like <laughs> shake your friend's hands, but you were all over this girl and it made it uncomfortable. I'm just trying to be in the pool and catch up with my son. Meanwhile, you're fucking making out with your girlfriend in front of me. And I was, I didn't even realize that I was doing that in front of my parents. I was just kind of in my own world with this girl. So I think it is physical touch too. Interesting. Well, there's a, we can do a short quiz if you want to find out what your love language is, ask you questions, and you'll answer them, and then we will get to your result. Okay, let's, let's do it. I'm, I'm excited to make it happen. Okay, so gender, we know male, age, I know your age, so we'll click that. Did you just, did you just assume yeah. my gender? I'm a little offended, but I we did. could talk I'm about sorry. this after the podcast. <laughs> I'm going to send a long email and um, we'll decide whether or not I want to get a different co-host after this because oh, I Lord. can't associate myself with gender assumers. Don't okay, can- keep going. Don't cancel me, please. <laughs> okay. um, it's, it's more meaning. Okay, so complete the sentence. It's more meaningful to me when... Someone I love sends me a loving note, text, or email for no reason, or when I hug someone I love. Which one is more meaningful? Um, the, the text or note for no reason, for sure. Okay. Now, how about this? It's more meaningful to me when I can spend alone time with someone I love, or someone I love does something practical to help me out. Um... So basically, would, would you I would rather say, have I would someone do the dishes for you? <laughs> I, I would say alone, alone time with someone I love. Yeah. Okay. How about uh, more meaningful when someone I love gives me a little gift as a token of our love, or I get to spend uninterrupted leisure time with those I love? Oh, man. Uninter- uninterrupted leisure, leisure time. Gifts kind of scare me. 
Every time someone gives me a gift, I'm like, there's an ulterior motive here, but just, just time. <laughs> so yeah, I, I think just, just, just quality time, I would say. Okay. How about it's more meaningful to me when someone I love does something unexpected for me to help me with a project, or I can share an innocent touch with someone I love. These questions, I feel like they're repeating over and over again. Yeah. Like they're the same, but in different words. Maybe uh, this quiz isn't that great. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. We're, 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 we're head first in it. We're, it's okay. too late now. So, what, so something unexpected to help with a project or share an innocent touch. <laughs> innocent touch. I so would like, say share. I would say share. Um, share an innocent touch because, yeah, when it comes to projects, I'm like stubborn and I, I just want to do shit on my own. I don't really like asking for help or getting help from anyone for anything. I would rather just figure it out and do it myself. I don't like relying on people. So I would just say an innocent touch for sure. Okay. How about it's more meaningful when someone I love put their arm, puts their arm around me in public or someone I love surprises me with a gift. Arm around in public. You don't like gifts. So yeah. Arm Ethan around does not in like gifts. Everyone don't ever send him any gifts, no money, nothing. Don't do like it. it. <laughs> don't do it. I will be offended. Honestly, <laughs> you can send it to me instead. I'll give you my address at the end. Uh, <laughs> It's more meaningful to me when I'm around someone I love, even if we're not really doing anything, or I can be comfortable holding hands, high-fiving, or putting my arm around someone I love. Hold hands, high-fiving, putting my arm around someone I love. All these, all these, we, we know the answer to everyone now. They're literally the same. The next yeah. one is I receive a gift from someone I love, or I hear from someone I love that they love me. Like, hear, I, did yeah. they just re reword the same thing a thousand times? How many questions? I'm just going to do this quiz for you. Do it for me I and just know. know. Do it for me and because you know what all my answers are going to be. And then it's probably the, the result is probably just going to be I like physical touch. That's my words of affirmation. That's my. Seriously, I actually don't know if this quiz is going to be like five hours long. Um, so never mind. Th this mission has failed. I'm so sorry. I found a random <laughs> quiz online. Like I think by your answers that you do like physical touch, even though you think you don't really. But like, I think that still is just from the right yeah, person. It must be right. from the right person. Totally, totally. Which is the same for me. I don't like physical touch from guys that I don't like. I don't yeah. like from people I like. Or even like, or whatever. even like, like certain friends. I don't like, um, I don't like when certain friends touch me, but then certain <laughs> friends I do like touching, like I'll, I'll, I'll grab their thigh. I'll like, I'll, you know, I'll put, put their dick in my mouth, like with certain friends, but then other friends, if they just like, if they just touch my, touch my shoulder, I'm like, Hey, get away from me. Fuck you. But then, but then other guys, you know, will, will make love for three days. So it just doesn't really, uh, that's a joke. <laughs> I'm not gay. I don't oh think that I might be. I don't know. Um, doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, but it doesn't no, it's, matter. but no, but all jokes aside, it's, it's really interesting though. Cause like some guys or guy friends or girlfriends, like, like office buddies, for instance, there's this one girl in the office who every time we saw each other, we would just be, we would just be hugging each other, arms around each other. <laughs> we couldn't be around each other without touching each other. You know, and, and then there were other girls that I was still close with, but we never touched each other one time, but we were still close friends. Isn't that weird? Yeah, I mean, it's, well, it's, yeah, it's interesting to hear, like, what, what and from who you're willing to receive. Touch <laughs> from. It's just a vibe. Different. You yeah, can't really I, explain it, huh? Yeah, because, like, for me, if I, 
even with like my friends or my family, I'm pretty much absolutely fine with hugs um, from everyone, unless they're, it's like a strange, even a stranger, if they're nice and, and it's not a pandemic. Um, if it's not like a creepy person, I'm a very like, I like a warm embrace. I feel like even, I, I, this has never happened, but like if I went to a job interview and the person interviewing me gave me a hug, I'd probably want to work there even more. I'd be like, this place is awesome. I love this. But like, <laughs> that didn't really happen. Right. But that's just who I am. I love love. I love being loved. I love loving people and things. I've just, I have so much love to give that my heart wants to explode sometimes. I don't know where to like put it. That's why I feel like I need a dog. Cause I need, I need to give more, like, I can't give all my love to my boyfriend. It's too much for him. Sometimes right. like, I need to give my love to multiple things and people like, yeah, oh man, maybe I need to be in a polyamor or a, yeah, a polyamorous relationship so I can love like 10 people at the same time. Yeah. Getting, oh, getting, God. yeah. Well, you know what, when we do this podcast in person, we should start every episode with a big hug and then end with a big hug because we're friends and we should be hugging each other. And, uh, I hug hugs just naturally feel good. Here's something that I actually wanted to to bring up because I have some guy friends and I know just you know those guys who are just good looking. They're just like super alpha male vibes and they go to clubs or bars and when they see a girl that they're attracted to, they'll just go up and just touch them. They'll just touch them in the side. They'll put their hands around them and feel up their thighs. And me, I see that and I'm like, this is fucking creepy, dude. You're you're like, like almost like sexually harassing a, a random stranger right now. But then they'll tell me, oh no, dude, this is, it works, bro. They like it, man. I mean, yeah, some of them don't, but like the ones who do like it, like they'll go home with me. So I'm like, so out of 10 guys, out of, out of 10 girls you do this to, maybe nine of them think you're a to- like a sexual assaulting creep. Me too, you're weirdo. But then one of them, you'll have sex with so it's worth nine people thinking you're an absolute creep like do you yeah, have you have weird. do you no, know guys there are random people. <laughs> yeah you shouldn't touch random people like ever right yeah i know people like that yeah i mean it's and and they think because they're drunk and it's at a club that it's fine but like i've had guys put their hands on me and i've i've retaliated i will absolutely not unless unless like we're flirting and i'm inviting it in you can tell when somebody wants that from you and somebody doesn't they it's pretty clear like it's pretty clear so right the situation you probably shouldn't be drinking because i think sober if you're sober you'll read the situation and if you're drunk you won't read the situation so there we have it another reason to lay off the alcohol (laughs) and it's it's interesting because the whole club scene it's been it's been a year i I think there's kind of a delay uh i'm just gonna get this off and then uh and then we're and then i think i think we could call it an episode there's this has been a fire episode but there's one more thing i wanted to say um in the club in, in the club atmosphere, the dance floor almost feels like touching a stranger. It's it's fair game. It, it almost feels like if if you if you're a girl, it's like you're just you have agreed to be in the war zone. If you're a girl and you're shaking your ass on the dance floor, it's almost like it's socially acceptable as a guy to go up to the girl and like rub his dick on her ass. Is that am I wrong? That's what it feels oh, like. Oh, gross. It is gross, but I just see so many guys do it and they yeah, don't. That's, that's what, yeah. <laughs> it's weird. 
you know what, because you know, maybe this pandemic is a good thing because no one's like going to clubs anymore. And maybe when, when things start to reopen, maybe like everyone will have to be kind of separated still for a while. So people won't be able to do that. And girls will actually feel more comfortable going out and not being sexually harassed or <laughs> the opposite can happen. And when things reopen and everybody bum rushes, um, like if you're in Miami, you're already at the club, but in California, that's not, not happening. So yeah. maybe they'll bum rush the clubs and every guy is going to rub, rub his dick oh, on everything. God. Cause he's been like so lonely a and year. locked up alone. I don't a, know a what's going to happen. Just... I, I will tell you now that I'm going to stay away from that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, totally. I mean, I just can't, it's just so weird how much sexual harassment happens at clubs now that that we've had a year to just be out of clubs and actually think it's like holy shit i was i enabled sexual yeah. but but like is it though i don't know that's let's talk about this more next time and let's get some feedback from it because it is it's just weird that like you know like when you're at a club and you're drunk and the girl's drunk it's like people just feel inclined to rub their dick on a stranger's ass and guys get yeah. laid doing it and uh I don't know. It's just, and, and like, who knows? We'll, we'll talk about this more. I got to think more about this. I'm just kind of mind blown. Like I just have all these visions of like times when, you know, I would be at the dance floor and I would just like walk up to a girl and then just rub my dick on her ass. And I hate to say it, but like, <laughs> it, I never got, I never got like slapped in the face for it. And like, I never got like, ew, get off me. It was either like they kept dancing and then I hooked up with her or they just walked away and I was like, okay, she didn't want to do it. But like the way it's such an animalistic thing because like the way that you would approach a situation with a girl that you're attracted to <laughs> is not say hi, it's just rub your dick on her ass. That is the most animalistic thing <laughs> I've ever heard. Oh, it's no. so insane. I know that is. That is so funny because I used to hate it when guys came up. Like if so, if there was an attractive guy that wanted to dance with me or whatever and I, and I was single, I would have loved for him to come up. I know it's loud and it's hard to talk. I get that. But to come up from the front, maybe say hello, like, and, and let me see what you look like first. And then if I look like I'm into it, you can dance with me. But the guys that used to come up from behind, and that happened to me all the time, I would literally just like look back and give them a disgusted face. I don't care what they looked like. Cause that is not how you approach me. That's not my style. Like say hello, maybe buy me a drink. And then maybe just maybe I'll let uh. you rub through your pants. That's it. That is it. Show oh, over. I'm done. Oh my, that's a perfect way to <laughs> end the, the show. Perfect way to end the show. I hope fucking creepy dudes such as myself learn something from Jackie's rant there. Jackie, love you. This has been super fun. Um, Next weekend, we are doing the podcast from Arizona. I'm going to be recording from Arizona, from the Airbnb with a bunch of drunk guys. So we might have some drunk guy cameos. It's going to be entertaining as fuck. You know, like these guys are look, they're 30, you know, they're they're in their early 30s. They're like smart guys. Like they know how to like compartmentalize working really hard and making good money. And then they know, you know, when to party. They're the they're the work hard, party harder type of guys. And I'm excited. They're not just like degenerate. So I'm excited to maybe get their take on um, you know, maybe make some cameos in the podcast. I think it'll be fun. Yeah, I'm super down. We'll see what happens. Um, and yeah, let, we'll we'll see how how your sober soberness lasts in Arizona. I wish you luck. And 
everyone go follow us on all our social medias it's easy to find yes. delete my number podcast jackie hollywood e-money does it and we'll see you next sunday from arizona well i won't be there but from arizona and la next sunday <laughs> from arizona enjoy the super bowl or i hope everybody enjoyed the super bowl i hope you enjoyed millionaires who don't give a shit about you getting paid to throw a ball around i hope you guys really i hope you escaped your <laughs> shitty lives for three hours and then <laughs> i'm just kidding that's really mean but i hope you enjoyed the super bowl we'll see you guys <laughs> next week jackie we'll talk soon bye okay bye